This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflective. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking drink. problem. All right, I know it seems like we talk about this every week, but people are still upset about the double space after the period. Oh my God, get over it, everyone. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I understand. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. People in my real life, friends and loved ones, are coming up to my face. I mean, people on the internet are commenting and and saying stuff and leaving reviews, but people I know are coming up and looking at me and being like, I can't believe you just did that to I, me. I can't. I can't believe it. I didn't know. And, what and you were so mean about it. And they're mad. They're, they're mad. mad. Well, we were kind of mean about it, yeah. Um. So we're we're gonna keep talking about it. We'll get you through this time. Yeah. So I found a great article. It's from 2014, but don't worry, it's all relevant. It's called "Nothing Says Over 40 Like Two Spaces After a Period." That is amazing. <laughs> Which cracked me up it probably is a good cutoff too yeah i mean and this was recorded two years ago so it's like nothing says 38 yeah 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 did i say recorded no written written so that would mean nothing says 42 no because it was from two years ago so so that person's now 42 oh (laughs) yeah sorry okay I wish we went back in time. Yeah. I wouldn't be an old millennial anymore. I, I was just trying to defend the people I know that are in their 30s who keep telling me that they didn't know about the double space. Wait, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. In your 30s? Yeah. I don't know about that, Morgan. I, I know two people I can think of right now that have told oh me they didn't know. Oh, my God. I just am saying that I don't believe that – or I, it's really hard for me to understand that anyone in their 30s – hasn't heard about this or at least even if you're not even if you've found it really difficult to get away from the two space i can't believe that you don't know that that's not the way do you remember when you found out no because i it was like i must have been in college or something and i was like oh Mm -hmm. okay I mean, I was probably surprised, but I think I was like, yeah, I don't know why we did that uh, at all in the so, first place. So here's, he, we're going to get into the nitty gritty just so everybody fully understands. Unless you are typing on an actual typewriter, like that you find at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you Unless know? you're typing well wishes to yeah. your hipster friends in a barn. Yeah. <laughs> you no longer have to put two spaces after a period or a question mark or an exclamation point. Always one space. Back when people used typewriters, every character was given the exact same amount of space on the page. So that means if you typed a letter I, it took up the same amount of space as the letter M, even though I's are skinny and M's are fat in the world of letters. Yeah. So that's called monospaced typesetting. And it's very spacey. Everything is equally spaced out. Um, and you needed 
you had to do the double space after the period to make it look obvious that a new sentence was starting. Okay. Because otherwise the space, every because of the way everything looked, you had to do space, space, or it was too cramped. Oh, because other letters also had that much space yes. in between them. Yes. Because the period didn't have that much space. Only the letters had yes. that much space. Yes. Okay. So word processors and computers and everything that's not a very old typewriter use something called proportionally spaced fonts. And that's when you adjust the spacing to the size of the letter. So on this website that I'm looking, they show an example where a monospace is nine letter, or no, they don't, sorry. They show, yeah, monospace is nine letters, proportional is 12 letters, and they have a diagram where proportional and monospace take up the same amount of space even though monospace has nine letters yeah because okay. proportional is where the i and the t and the l those are all teeny yeah okay so anyway that's so that explains that's the whole thing when when people started to use computers and computers and word processors had proportional spacing that is when the double space started to go out of fashion i don't know when it became like style rule. Law. Yeah. And I don't even know. I know that um, it's in the Chicago Manual of Style. They say one space. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know when they made that definitive ruling, but. Well, it's in AP too, right? I don't know. I couldn't find that. Oh. Well, I don't have my AP book with me, but yeah. I know it is. It's in there, too. But, yeah. we, but Linda had to leave her AP book at her old job. She's, yeah. You didn't get one at the new job? Well, I'm going to order um, my own personal copy, but as Morgan suggested, I'm waiting until the new <laughs> the the new edition comes out mm-hmm. in June. Yeah. I don't want to have an old edition. God. Paying good money for that. So anyway, that's the reasoning. That's why it started, um, and that's why we do it. And... This particular writer who who wrote the funny, uh, nothing says over 40, like two spaces after a period. And she clarifies that she is over 40 when she wrote this. So she's allowed to make those jokes. <laughs> and she said that she remembers grading papers in 1998 and putting marks out of space after the period. And then a year later, she got a copy editing job and her they were like, uh... What? Why, why are you doing that? Why yeah. do you keep circling out of space? <laughs> yeah. So um, that's a, that's it, guys. But but the thing that was brought up to us by loyal listener Barbara, also happens to be my mother-in-law, Aww. was how do people become aware of this kind of stuff so that they don't feel stupid and they don't get upset and have to go up to their friends at the podcast and be like, you're hurting my feelings. I didn't know about a double space. <laughs> um, yeah, so it would be nice if we all had... So what I think that should happen is there needs to be a timeline of major style mm-hmm. changes that comes out. Yeah. Almost like a timeline of the world, but r- like more important because it's like how we... <laughs> <laughs> more important so it can be like in the year 1999 ap said i don't know if it has to be ap specific but you know it could be like 
yeah, most style books now say one space after the pe- period. Click yeah. here for the reasoning. Um, but just like a long timeline of like, okay, what do I need to get on board with now to be in the 21st century? Yeah. Or, you know, at least um, within like a decade. <laughs> I call it Century 21. Yeah, we just talked about this. Brian and I are really upset about the um, company Century 21. And I started being upset back in the 90s. And I was like, what is this company going to do when they don't seem so ahead of the curve when it's uh, when it's in the actual 21st century? So, so who's going to read this timeline? And wouldn't only the last entry really matter? Who cares? Like, oh, man, 40 years ago. Well, someone, well someone like Barb could look at the timeline and be like, when did this happen? Good and question. And feel stupid? Because no. she didn't change? No. She's do just, you think of my mother? She's just curious. She's just curious. And I am too. I would like to know when it yeah. changed. Like, did it change in 2008 officially? Or did it change in 1998? Because that's like a big difference. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I'd also just like to see a list of recent big changes. Like, it doesn't have to be every, agree with. every little thing. But I would love to see in the last 20 years, what are like the... 30 biggest changes like when website went to one word like that was huge you know and that was just like really exciting for the copy editing world so stuff like that oh my god more than over i think people would probably like protest that being in the timeline because i think a lot of copy editors still protest that change oh my god it would be really funny if some of them were like highlighted as like very contested (laughs) okay i think this timeline is just for linda at this point (laughs) She's getting so into it, though. Let her go. She's so excited. But more... If... When when this stuff comes out, everybody in in this little world knows, and it's announced at... American Copy Editor Society. At the Copy Editor Society, and and then, like, the copy editors know, and they can correct everybody's shitty writing. (laughs) But wouldn't it be more helpful if everybody knew? Good point. Like my parents? Shouldn't... Shouldn't mainstream media be yeah. concerned with grammar? No, you're exactly right. I mean, I think mainstream media probably does know that it happens, but um, but they don't think their audience cares. And I think what yeah. we're finding out is that people do care, and maybe not. I don't know how big the audience is, but there's at least the people who listen to this show who want to know what's right, and they don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, no, and it I would be agree. great if there was some kind of announce, like if. If people, when these, when AP comes out with their changes every year, if they put out a press release and if outlets actually pick it up. And should we just announce it here? Publish it. Oh my God, we It'd should. be the, the yeah. primary source. Break, late breaking grammar news. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, there there would be good, um, I don't. Yeah. Who's actually, doing, who's doing AP style guides PR? Give me a call. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Well, if David Letterman was still on, we could do like, we'd be like, listen, one day a year. Dave, we have to talk about the 10, mm. like, changes to the AP style book. Oh, I'm sure they'll get huge ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Maybe he can come on just to do that. That's <laughs> a great idea. Wait, should we get him on this show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not doing anything. Dave, call us. Let's keep going yeah. with the listener questions slash feedback. We aim to please. Janice makes me think of friends. Me too. Wants to know. That's such an adult millennial slash Oregon Trail generation reference. Yeah. Like Wants it. to know. 
about addicting versus addictive, she finds that people in her life are saying addicting more. And she thinks, uh, the tone I get is she thinks that's incorrect. So somebody would be like, oh, these chips are so addicting. And they just keep eating the chips. And Janice thinks you should be saying addictive. What's the word on the street, Lynn? Well, the word on the street I actually think probably is with Janice that a lot of people actually do think that addicting is wrong. Um, So, and I understand that addictive is more common and it's, um, you know, it's it's what we're used to hearing. Addicting has become more popular. I actually know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, um, I feel like I hear it more too. Yeah. But it is in the dictionaries. It is listed as an adjective i mean it's just one of those things and i think this goes back to an episode um that i wasn't on <laughs> when i was on vacation Ooh, awkward yeah uh but it was um you know just like do you say like just say whatever is going to make people happy kind of <laughs> so you know it, what's not gonna make people cringe yeah so addictive is probably the way to go. It's definitely more common. Yeah. And it's yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah. So that's that's a good way to do it. Um, addicting is a word. And you okay. can use it. And you can use it as an adjective. But so I get it. Something that it's when we talk about using addicting as an adjective. And I feel like people will be like, no, it's not. It's a verb. Um, but I actually found this on Grammar Girl's website. She's great. And she says, a quick tip. You can usually tell whether a word ending with ing is acting like a verb or an adjective by testing whether you can add a modifier like very to the front. Mm. So if you can't, it's a verb. If you can, it's an adjective. So if you're going to be like, this crack is very addicting. <laughs> yeah. It still makes sense. Like it, you can yeah. say very. So it is. And that is makes it. An adjective. An adjective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to help people out with what we're talking about when we say addicting is an adjective. Yeah. I would also caution. I mean, this is like, if we are nerds, then there's like a subset of nerds that are maybe saying like, you actually shouldn't be calling potato chips addictive. (laughs) Right. Uh, Just because like, maybe that's not accurate unless they're like, actually is something in in them that makes like unless there is crack on them (laughs) yeah yeah if you put crack Crack on your uh potato chips then they are addictive yeah but um yeah you know just maybe cautious about how you even use the word doctors would say yeah maybe not yeah um or you know recovering addicts also i would i would like to caution everybody not to do crack oh that's a good point too yeah I would like to caution everyone to not eat potato chips. Just kidding. I love potato chips. So <laughs> you just said that so you could have more potato chips. I love potato chips. I just ate potato chips before we came up here. Uh, tortilla chips. Sorry. That was, know, was, that was misleading. That was misleading. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Liar. God, I'm addicted to lying. All right. One more listener. Uh, issue. Uh oh. This is a surprise to me. Who's this from? This is from Danielle. <sighs> Too many listeners. God, we're so popular. 
So I'm going to quote Danielle because I think it's so funny. She said, people who don't know what literally means kill me, like literally. Good point. Is she dead now? She's dead. She just died. Because that's what literally means. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we hear this all the time. And I also say literally. Literally all the time. Literally all the time. Literally, literally every all sentence. she says. Literally. Literally. Literally, literally, literally. This is such a gripe and s- something that like a lot of people do. And yeah, just try not to say it. I mean, I, I can't even because like probably in the next episode, I'll be like, literally, I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, some people just completely overuse it. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just getting to the point where I wish I could be like, everyone, just back off. Language changes. No. Like, this is getting to the point where, like... It's abusive. It needs to go away. Like, it's not... It's not, I feel like, and it's not so, and it's not like. It's... It's completely modifying and totally changing the meaning of a word uh, to something it doesn't mean, because you don't mean literally, and then you have a whole generation of people growing up who don't know what the word literally means and it's like you're just being dramatic yeah you weren't literally going to kill someone and you weren't literally about to explode or like whatever so i'm literally recording a podcast right now that's true i know good use of the term thank you literally but usually it's boring whatever you're literally doing (laughs) oh i thought you meant the podcast Cheeks! Literally, Brian and I are always on the same wavelength. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> cute. Cute, 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 cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I think it's so, it needs to go away. And I actually think this is a fad, and I think it will go away because. I think so too. How can you maintain the word literally then? Yeah. Like, it's just going to be, it would become a word that means nothing. Yeah. It like absolutely, yeah. it would be absolutely, 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 absolutely. Like, so, mm-hmm. I completely agree, yeah. and you know, I hear you. I literally hear you. Well, I'm, actually, I don't literally hear you. I literally read you. Whoa, that was deep. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Danielle. I'm literally LOLing because I just looked at Twitter and BuzzFeed News posted a photo of Donald Trump like eating food on his private plane. And over top of it is is a tweet from the real Donald Trump from October 2012 where he says, I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. And in this picture of Donald Trump eating, he's drinking Diet Coke. Still true. So funny. Oh, I love Twitter. Oh, man. Anyway. On May 22nd, 2016, also known as my 32nd birthday. Ooh, yep, yep. (laughs) Yep, that's how I feel too. The New York Times published a piece called It's No Accident, colon. Advocates want to speak... Oh, 
advocates want to speak of car crashes instead. So the gist of this article is that people would like us and reporters and everybody to stop saying car accident and to start saying car crashes, unless it, it is a literal accident. Good use. Thank you. So this the, was an AP announcement this year, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So in April, the AP announced a new policy. When negligence is claimed or proven in a crash, the new entry reads, reporters should avoid accident, which can be read by some as a term exonerating the person responsible. And the New York Times makes a point to say that their style guide does not take any position on the technology. Um, God, on the terminology, despite this article that they wrote. <laughs> uh, but the, this article was more of a way to highlight the advocacy groups who are fighting for more people to adopt the AP ruling, which is that you shouldn't say accident unless it's, it's a real accident. accident. Yeah. yeah. Aren't yeah. they all accidents, though? Even if you're... No, because no. The, what they're saying, Brian, is that that is actually... Because that's what we call them, we've all been conditioned to think that a car accident is a car accident, that a car crash is an accident. If somebody's not, texting or if somebody's drunk, they're not that's synonym, not an accident. That, that's it's, not... All right. It's not a synonym. Like a car crash I gotcha. and a car accident is not a I synonym. get it, but that person texting and their fault... They're yeah, still, but like, that's, I'm gonna text and crash. That's my also car like, oh, person. I just punched you in the face. That was an accident. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you're doing something so irresponsible and so life threatening and so selfish. Correct, not an accident. They accidentally crashed their car while they were. Like, I'm gonna yeah, run through yeah. this room gotcha. with knives. I'm gonna run through a crowded room with knives. Well, it I wasn't accidentally cut people. It wasn't that's not an accident. It wasn't a no call. responsibility situation. I was just saying that for the audience members who might. Uh, yeah. Disagree. I yeah. totally get it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's a good devil's advocate. No, sure. but it's a good um, distinction to make because I think we've all just been calling car accidents, car accidents, you know, and it's like, it's yeah. so, it rolls off the tongue so easily that it's like, mm, yeah, that's not an accident. Like, you someone caused something to happen potentially i mean they even say yeah. even when it's claimed so it might yeah not so this guy so so this advocate he says um that accident is the wrong word he says i'm betting it's one of the most commonly used words that is used inappropriately um mm -hmm. he even he suggested to officials at the Vir virginia department of transportation which i guess is where he's from that they stop using accident and they wrote him a note back saying that drivers are familiar and comfortable with the word and that Virginia officials also wrote that drivers might not consider a minor incident to be a crash, so the change could be confusing. And it's kind of like too bad. Like it's I totally agree and I'm glad that somebody is championing this and I'm championing this and I'm glad that AP is on board. Uh -huh. Let me ask you this. I wonder where the AP stands on calling peeing your pants an accident. <laughs> Were you texting while doing that? <laughs> Depends. Depends. Oh, I think we have something crash? there. A pee crash. I just had a pee crash in my pants. My pee just crashed into my underwear. Help. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell us that, AP. Tell us that. Oh, I think it depends on how old you are. So if you're oh, like I don't know. five and under, I think it's, it's an always an act. I mean, isn't it? You never mean to do it. But what if you're drinking a lot and irresponsibly so? And you yeah. pee your pants. Then you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. And that's a pee crash. <laughs> that's a pee crash. Oh, man. I totally pee crashed in my bed last week. I didn't. I didn't. I've actually never pee crashed, but. Yes, she has. I mean, not since I was a child. 24. You're lying. <laughs> my mom's going to be worried. I never peed the bed from drinking, Mom. Is this podcast addictive? Let us know on iTunes. You could get your review right on the air, like the Rat Queen, mm. whose review is called the Typewriter. Hashtag Never Forget. I am ashamed to admit that I am one of those people who still does. Period. Space. Space. Never stop learning, especially if it's from a couple of drunk ladies and a fancy man in the kitchen. Aww. Right. Thanks, the Rat one. Queen. That's great. You should leave one for us too. Also, you should go on Facebook.com/slash/DrunkWordNerds. And tell us what you think about this episode. Tell us what you think about the double space. Are you mm-hmm. too addicted to it to let it go? Mm-hmm. We want to hear all about it. And use hashtag PCrash. Literally, we are going to be checking every day. And that is not a misuse. Yeah, literally. P-E-E, crash. Not P-E-A, weirdos. I don't even know what that means. What was that? That was not music. That was the music that goes in between our segments. Oh. (laughs) This has been a riveting production.